Geiger Investments presents the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger. There are many pieces to the modern retirement puzzle. This show talks about those pieces of retirement and the tools used to help the retired and soon to be retired toward their lifetime goals. Welcome. The Academy is on the air. Welcome to the Retirement Focus Academy, powered by Geiger Investments and Kevin Geiger. You want to find out more about Kevin, Lauren, and the team and how they might be able to help you when it comes to your retirement planning, uh, easy to do. Just go to the website, geigerinvestments.com, G-E-I-G-E-R, geigerinvestments.com. And of course, Kevin and Lauren started the Retirement Focus Academy, a great resource for anyone nearing or in retirement. Then there's absolutely no cost to you. It's always free of charge. There are 15 different workshops right now, educational workshops covering all topics related to retirement. Just go to retirementfocusacademy.com to find out more. Questions about where you are on your road to retirement? Hey, can I retire? When can I retire? Do I have enough? Will my money last as long as I do? Will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me? Those are big questions. And Kevin and Lauren and the team are here to help. Try to see if they can figure out ways to put you in a better position. You need a little bit more income. How do we create that? Uh, investments, are you, are you taking too much risk, not enough risk? What about taxes? Probably going up. Do you have a strategy for that? What about healthcare, long-term care? One of the leaders in why retirees have to file for bankruptcy is a major healthcare incident. You got to have a plan for that. Legacy, estate planning, social securities and income part, Medicare is in the healthcare part. A lot of moving parts. You have questions, 843-375-8700, 843-375-8700. Today we're going to talk about the SECURE Act 2.0. And if you remember, last year is when the SECURE Act went into play. It did some big things. It changed the required minimum distribution age, moved the age from 70 and a half to 72. It did away with the, uh, what, the stretch IRA, where instead of being able to, if you left it to, let's say, a 40-year-old child, which wouldn't be a child anymore, but your 40-year-old adult child, uh, maybe they're going to pass away at 85. They had 45 years to take that money out and pay taxes as they went. The SECURE Act changed that to where they had a 10-year window. You left them a million dollars. They had a 10-year window to figure out how to do it in the best position or best tax way, I guess, for them. So now, Kevin, there's a new game changer for retirement planning. They're calling it the SECURE Act 2.0. What is it, and how does this affect retirees? Right, and I think next year will be the 3.0. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, so we're just going to keep going with this thing. But, you know, yeah, so we obviously last year we raised the RMDs from, you know, 70 and a half to 72. Well, now they're proposing to raise it to 75, which I think it's a great thing, you know, because I think people are starting to work a lot longer than they normally did before. You know, I, I even have a lot of clients who are still working in their 70s. So I, I think this is a great idea to kind of raise this because people are living longer, right? And we all know that. So being able to, you know, eliminate the idea that they have to start these required minimum distributions earlier, I think is a great thing. One of the other things they're proposing is obviously the RMDs for your IRAs that you have to take, your requirement of distributions. If the accounts are under 100000 they're not going to require you to take RMDs going forward instead of that plan, which I think is good for a lot of people that, you know, have saved just under $100,000 that just don't want to be dragging that account down. That could be a really good thing going forward. And then, of course, now, as we all know, the, the student loans has become such a hot topic with Biden and all of them. They keep trying to figure out a way to eliminate the debts and do all that kind of stuff. Well, part of this bill, you know, they're they're finding a way to help you pay that student loan, you know, a little differently than just wiping the debt off that they're trying to do every day. 
as far as the stuff that you know, Biden's trying to push through. And then, of course, you got automatic enrollment into retirement plans. So instead of uh, voluntarily doing this, they're realizing that people need to find a way to save money for retirement. And this one's kind of a gray area, but I think they're they're going to try to propose you know, a way to mandate people having some type of retirement plan. Now, how they're going to get around some of these things will be interesting, but uh, that's kind of part of it. Um, the catch-up which, you know, you know, closets in there. So people don't realize if you're 50 years old or above right now, you know, you can basically put $6,500 extra on top of what you can do in your 401k or one of those plans to help speed up your retirement in case maybe you didn't save as much. And they're going to actually increase that going forward. Um, health incentives, you know, friends, small businesses uh, to basically give them incentives to, you know, start these plans because, again, they're trying to push people to start saving more for retirement because I think the government's starting to realize that the newer generation of people that are probably in the 40s and 50s aren't saving as much. And it's becoming a big concern for how the government's going to handle taking care of them down the road, right? <laughs> so these are some of the areas I feel like they're seeing that kind of stuff. And then, of course, you know, different things they're going to do to help the the middle-income workers, you know, finding ways to get them you know, help in a sense, you know, to get them closer to retirement. And then, of course, increasing qualified contributions to, you know, charitable, you know. So if you're trying to give money to charities through your IRAs, they're going to be increasing that amount that you can do every year, which are going to be good. So if you're maybe, you know, you're just a single person or maybe you're just someone that likes to give money out to the, you know, the church and things like that, well, now they're going to find a way to increase that for you to be able to put more money there which might actually help your tax situation at the same time doing good for that. And then the last thing is the qualified longevity annuity contracts. Uh, and this one we'll, we'll talk about a little more in detail, but we'll talk about increasing those limits, which could help a lot of people that are in a situation that, you know, they don't need all this extra income coming in from the RMDs they have to take. Well, this is a way to shelter a good portion of that away from having to take that and delay that to a later date which could benefit you in your tax scenario and also lower your income where it might not affect your, your Medicare you know, penalties that you might be getting because you're taking too much income in. So a lot of interesting things inside this plan. I think there's a lot that we're going to digest a little more in detail, but uh, I think a lot of the stuff has some legs to stand and we'll see what happens with it. Yeah, and the idea is just to help retirees. And so that's kind of a, a good part of this whole thing. Let's go back in time a little bit. When the first SECURE Act went into play, and I talked about it changed the requirement of distribution from 70 and a half to 72, which gives you a little bit more time maybe to see if you can roll some of that IRA money into you know tax deferred or the, or the Roth area. It gave you a little bit more time. Well, obviously moving it from 72 to 75 gives you a little bit more time as well. But the stretch IRA, I would guess at Geiger Investments, you had people taking advantage of those stretch IRAs where they could leave money and then they had the lifetime, whoever you left it to, your children, for example, your adult children, where they had 40 years to figure out how to pay, you know, a little bit of taxes every year. The, the Secure Act changed that to where they had a 10-year window. Did was were people affected? Do you have to go back in and chat with some of your clients to go, hey, we got to look at this a little bit differently now because of that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, people prior to the Secure Act going in place that have these what they call stretch IRAs, inherited IRAs. So if you if you had a you know a mother father that passed on an IRA to yourself prior to last year you know January first of twenty twenty, you know you had the ability to and you still do if you have this. So this is a misconception. If you if it was prior to that date, you still follow the old rules. So that means you can stretch this over your lifetime. Well, now you run into a problem with people in today's world where if you have a mother or father to pass away and they pass on a very large IRA account, and I'm dealing with a client right now like this, where he's inherited a one point five million dollar. 
IRA from his father. Here's the problem. He now has to basically draw that account down over the next 10 years. So if you take out, say, 10% a year and not factor in any growth, that's $150,000 of ordinary income on top of his other income, which is now pushing him into huge tax brackets, which again, it's benefiting the government for tax-wise, but it's really hurting people. So what I'm doing now a lot with clients right now is we're trying to restructure accounts around. We're even doing Roth conversions. Even though we're eating some taxes up now to do it, we're eliminating the tax burden down the road because it really can affect your beneficiaries, your children down the road, which could actually, even though they, they're, yeah, they're getting a $150,000 check every year, but they're also paying a huge amount of money in taxes, which could really ultimately be more you know, across the board. So it comes down to structuring things, and we're doing a lot of that. And our world, it's ever-changing, right? We're, we talked about the stuff last week about some changes coming about. So everything is about planning, structuring, restructuring, and, and building a new plan as things come about so we can help eliminate the tax burden going forward. And you did say the stretch IRAs, or if, were, you know, if you were before that, if you inherited before these went into play, you're still under the old rules. Same thing in required minimum distributions. You know, if you're, you're under the 70 and a half required minimum distribution, you're not going to change. You can't say, well, I'd rather be under the 75. No, it's by when you hit those ages. So those are moving targets. There's a lot of things that we need to understand about retirement. And if you're like me, you'd rather go play golf and let Kevin and the team at Geiger Investments figure this all out for you while you're enjoying your day. Let him challenge himself and the team with helping you. Uh, 843-375-8700. If you'd like to find out more about how this affects you, maybe, and your heirs, uh, certainly a big, big question. 843-375-8700. And when you think about these changes, because certainly to me, the required minimum distribution going from 70 and a half to 72, I thought that was probably good because, as you said, people are working a little bit longer now. And now if this bill, the SECURE Act 2.0, moves it to 75, it actually gives you a little bit more time to try to move some of that monies into the Roth world to lessen the tax burden down the road. Is that kind of the biggest thing you get out of this, or is there something else about the required minimum distribution age going from 70 and a half to 72 in the original SECURE Act and now SECURE Act 2.0 moving it from 72 to 75? Well, there's a lot of ways that people are going to benefit from this, right? And then there's, I think, one area that it's not going to benefit. <laughs> and I'll kind of go through this, right? So, you know, it, yeah, it benefits people for a couple of reasons, right? Maybe you're still working and you don't need to draw down on this thing. That's a great way of not having to, you know, basically being able to delay it, right? But at the same time, it also gives you maybe a few extra years. You're talking three more years to continue to accumulate that. And maybe you use your after-tax money to start drawing on, which, you know, could put you in a good situation as far as a tax scenario, you know, before being 75, because maybe you do have a large IRA. But if you have a large IRA, this is also the best time to be really considering the fact that maybe it's time to start biting the bullet, start converting portions of this, whether you do it, you know, over the next two or three or four years or in the first year only, and start moving this money into the Roth world. Because what you've got to understand is taxes are going up. I mean, everything we're, you're, you're hearing, last week we talked about the 99.5 Act, now we're talking about the Secure Act and all this stuff, and it, a lot of stuff looks good on paper that it's going to benefit retirees, but there's some loopholes that are going to be a problem with this. Moving this to 75 means your account's probably going to be bigger, means you're getting closer to the point when you might pass away one day, which means your account's probably going to be bigger, and that's the amount that's going to pass on to your beneficiaries that now have to draw it down over a 10-year period. Now it's only going to basically affect that generation more than it's going to affect you. And so those are things you got to understand. So, But using the Roth conversion approach is a great tool. Yeah, you're going to maybe lose 20, 30% of 
your wealth by making some shifts and changes into the Ross over you know two or three year period, but it will grow back to where it was, and now it'll be a tax free. You know, you don't want to take out the RMDs anymore. You can take it out when you want to. It's tax free to you, and when it passes on to your beneficiaries, it's tax free to them. And there's no stretch IRA requirements in place, so it's a tax free. It's like a life insurance. You're passing it on to your kids, tax free. At the end of the day. That is huge, and I think that's one of the most unused tools out there because people don't like the idea of losing 20 or 30% of their wealth to make those changes, but it could be beneficial for you if taxes go up down the road and be good for your beneficiaries. So there's a lot of moving parts in this Secure Act 2.0. We just had the Secure Act. So they're, they keep adjusting as we go, and Kevin and the team at Geiger Investments have to stay on top of all of these things, obviously, because they're helping people just like you when it comes to their retirement. How do we put ourselves in a better position moving forward? Taxes, we're pretty confident they're going up. How do we put ourselves in a better position? The Roth is certainly one way, but it's not right for everybody. That's why Kevin is not ever blanket saying, hey, you need to go to Roth. Well, he doesn't know for sure. It can be a great thing, but it might be the wrong thing for you. That's why you need to call and sit down with the team at Geiger Investments. They're here to help. They just don't know where you are yet. And that's why this is all general topics we do on the show. But if there's an area that really you know, kind of piques your interest, call the team. They're here to help. This is certainly one area. Required minimum distributions moving up in age all the way to 75. That gives you more time to move to the Roth world. But is it the right thing for you to do? Don't really know until you give the team a call. 843-375-8700. No cost, no obligation, no pressure for this. 843-375-8700 is the number. You come in, and Kevin goes, Nah, I don't think this really is right for you. And you're like, well, I think it is right for me. I'm going somewhere else. And Kevin will shake your hand and say, well, good luck. Right? He's not going to tell you you have to do anything. He's going to give you the options. Here's your options I think are best for you. Then you, you kind of make a decision. 843-375-8700. We're going to talk more about the Secure Act 2.0. What about the student loans? Is it doing away with student loans? Well, not really. There's some adjustments that are being made. We're going to talk about that when we come back. This is the Retirement Focus Academy, powered by Geiger Investments and Kevin Geiger. Back right after this. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Get the retirement planning information you need by joining Kevin Geiger of Geiger Investments for the Retirement Focus Academy. What's the best way for you to take Social Security? When can you sign up for Medicare and what does it actually cover? What and is there a way to lower your tax bill? These and much more will be discussed. To enroll in an upcoming virtual Retirement Focus Academy course, visit retirementfocusacademy.com or call 843-790-9293. Plan today so you can do the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Sign up for the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger of Geiger Investments at retirementfocusacademy.com or call 843-790-9293. Advisory services offered through Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, and Geiger Investments are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Our firm is not affiliated with the U.S. government. You're listening to the Retirement Focus Academy with Kevin Geiger, powered by Geiger Investments, 843-375-8700. Today we're talking about the Secure Act 2.0, and it really could be a game changer for retirement planning. There's a lot of moving parts. I think the big one that stands out to me is this first SECURE Act moved the required minimum distribution age where you have to start taking money out of those tax-deferred accounts, 401ks and IRAs and the like. 
they moved that age from 70 and a half to 72. Well, this one is the Secure Act 2.0 is talking about moving it from 72 to the age of 75. So there's a lot of moving parts in this Secure Act 2.0. And one of the is about the student loans. We certainly heard a lot of talk through the elections and now into the Joe Biden administration about just doing away with student loans. Well, if that was the case, I should have gone to Harvard or Yale if I knew they'd just blow up my student loan. But that's not what this is doing. It's actually helping people that have student loans, still make them pay, I suppose, but they're trying to make it easier. Can you explain? Yep, that's exactly right. So what they're proposing inside this plan now is the idea that while you're working and you're making payments to that student loan of yours, the amount you're paying into that student loan, they're going to basically almost force these companies in a sense to still match you on the employee match. So if you're putting in, you know, an extra $5,000 a year into your, you know, student loan payments, the basically the company's going to match you the way the matching works inside the plan. They haven't really talked about exactly how that would work, but let's just say it's a 100% match. They're going to basically match that $5,000 into your retirement plan. So the idea behind it is go ahead and start paying that student loan off quicker. And at the same time, you're still going to be having money going into your retirement savings. So at least you have something grown. And I don't think everyone's seeing the writing on the wall and what they're trying to accomplish with the Secure Act 2.0 is they're trying to create a way for people to save more money for retirement because, again, it is a growing problem going forward because pensions are basically nearly gone for the most part in this country. And so they're trying to find a way to spawn people to save more money for retirement, like we're talking about, you know, with enacting a required, you know, enrollment into a retirement plan you know, forcing you to basically put a certain amount of money into these retirement plans because they do want to encourage people to save for retirement because the idea behind this is, is if you're not saving for retirement, at some point you're going to retire and all you're going to have is your Social Security check, which I can tell you is probably not going to cover a majority of the bills in most cases. There are some that they get away with it fine, but I would say majority of people are not going to be able to survive on that. So they're trying to find a way to encourage people to save more money. And, and one of the areas is if you can knock out that student loan, Obviously, you're now eliminated that payment, which now will hopefully give you opportunity to put more money into your retirement savings. But during that time, if the company can match you, you know, with the money you're paying towards the student loans in a sense, at least it's going to get you a good jump start going forward. Which puts a little bit of a challenge on the small businesses that have 401k yes. plans, yeah. probably, for it, their it hurt, employees. It hurts somebody, right? Yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. at the end of the day, the small business is always, I always say, because I'm a small business, it ends up hurting the small business in the end. So how is that going to affect? Well, I'm... My guess is is you're not going to see as as high of incomes. You know they're probably going to cut back in the incomes if they have to give money somewhere else. So something's going to have to give, and it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to how this whole thing's going to play out going forward. I think it's a great idea, but there needs to be something to help the companies as well. So the small business guy doesn't get destroyed in the process of this whole thing. Yeah, and you mentioned automatic enrollment and. The one thing about this that I think is interesting, so that means when you go work for a company that has a you know, 401k plan, for example, or 403b or 457, they're automatically going to enroll you in that, and then they're going to make you increase your giving every year, basically. This one is interesting, but I think it is because of the challenge people are having. There are so many people that, that have not saved the way they wish they would have, probably, that the government's trying to step in and make you do this. So automatic enrollment, yay, nay, what's it all about? Well, I think for low-income people, I think this is really going to hurt them, right? So they need to come up with some type of solution, whether you reduce the taxes on them to basically offset this. Something's going to have to give because, you know, the last thing you need is, uh, you know, people that are low-income that are barely paying their bills now being forced to do at least 3% from day one. 
and every year it's going to increase by 1% until you reach 10%. So imagine this, you know, you're, you're barely making it $25,000 a year, whatever the case, and all of a sudden now you have to fork out 10% of that to basically go into your retirement plan, but you need that money, right? You need to put food on the table. So I'll be interested to see how they're going to help that scenario. And the only thing I can think of is they're going to reduce the tax brackets more on the low-income people to basically offset that. So in a sense, it won't really make much of a difference as far as what they're doing. And I think that's the only way you're going to get around that stuff. But for people that are doing okay and they could be saving more money, but they're too busy, you know, we're getting our Starbucks every day and doing this stuff where we should be saving more, I think this is a great idea to really push people to start saving because everyone, in my opinion, just doing this for so long, everyone becomes procrastinators, right? And I, 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 I can be in that same boat at times, but I have to set myself up for automatically withdrawing a certain amount of money every month that goes into my retirement for the future, right? So it's like a car payment to me. It's like an insurance payment. It's coming out every month. And it's a way to, for me to make sure that I'm doing that. And everyone is the same way. We all think, well, we can we can deal with this next month. You know, I'm going to save next year. I'm going to really start really kicking more money into my retirement plan next year. And that never happens. 10 years, 15 years go by. And all you do is you end up hurting yourself. So I think the idea of, you know, kind of forcing people to start saving more for retirement, I think it's good. They just, I think there's some areas they need to figure out so they can make sure that they don't especially hurt the low-income people because, again, that's the last thing we need is people you know, basically begging for money because they just can't afford it because they're being forced to put money into retirement plans. So hopefully they come up with a solution with that. But I think overall, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, so you think about it. There are a lot of really good things in here to help people save for their retirement, but there's never been a law that is 100% beneficial to 100% of the people, right? And it's kind of the same way that Geiger Investments looks at your retirement. They come up with plans all the time for people. But typically, if let's say they sat down with 10 couples in a day or 20 couples in a week, let's say. There's no way that any of those plans are exactly the same because everybody's situation is different. And so that's the idea. You've got to stay up on, on, you know, on top of new law changes and all of that. But really, when you come in and sit down with Kevin and the team at Geiger Investments, it's about you. What do you need? Where, what areas do we need to strengthen? What areas maybe you're going maybe a little bit in the wrong direction? We need to tweak it and kind of get it back on track for your situation. And we've done what we thought we should have done. We put our money in the 401ks. We've got some IRAs, might have some real estate, could have some life insurance annuities. We've got a lot of different things, stocks and bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. we got all that, but we don't really know how it's going to help us and how it's going to create our income and you know secure our family in retirement. That's what Geiger Investments is all about, here to help you with that. Kind of take your financial junk drawer and have it make some sense to you. 843-375-8700 is the number. 843-375-8700. And again, there is no cost for this. You can come in and sit down with the team. You can do a 15-minute phone call, a lot of options. You can do a Zoom meeting if you're more comfortable with that. But it's really about getting started. Stop procrastinating. Let's get started. Let's find out where you are. And that will ease a little stress, too. You're getting closer to retirement. Like, I'm not sure. Can I retire? Do I have enough? Call the team at Geiger Investments, 843 8700. I'm Mark Elliott, Kevin Geiger, of course, with Geiger Investments, Carolina Medicare. He's got a lot going on. Him and his wife, Lauren, they're really all about you, though. They're about helping you come up with a plan and strategy for yourself. So we're talking today about the Secure Act 2.0. What about the middle class? I mean, it seems like bills go into effect for the rich and then the, the, you know, the poor, I guess you could say. But most of us fall into the middle class. Any positives here out of this Secure Act 2.0 for the middle class? Yeah, no, absolutely. So let's face it. You know, we, we, we start out young, we're barely making any money, and we start doing well, and we start getting raises and getting new jobs, and we start 
you know, making more money. Well, the reality is, just from my experience, most people start saving the majority of their wealth usually when they get around 50 years old, right? And the great thing that the IRS has in place is called the catch-up, right? So what does that mean? Well, that means that the maximum amount of money you can put into your 401k, you can basically do another $6,000 plus basically into your 401k on top of that based on the current law. So that, that's giving you an ability to put more money into that because, again, Hopefully by that point you are you know you've done well you've 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 moved up in the company you're saving maybe you know kids are moved on or close to it and you have more uh, discretionary income that you can actually save for retirement well that allows you to do that well in this plan they're talking about bumping that up to ten thousand dollars extra on top of your 401k limits and stuff like that so the idea that be able to put more money away for your retirement I think is great because I run into a lot of these scenarios with clients like hey I'm maxing out my 401k I'm doing the catch up a contribution. Where else can I put this money? I've got a few extra thousand dollars that I'd like to put in the 401k, but I can't. You know, So this at least gives you the option to put more money away. So again, right into the wall, this act is all about people saving money and doing more for the retirement going forward. But I think the one area that people need to start thinking about, if your company right now has a 401k plan, and you should look into the idea to see if they have a Roth 401k option. What people aren't realizing is, is more and more companies... Uh, even the 401ks that I manage for some small businesses and stuff like that, we built in these clauses to allow people to do that. So, you know, if you're in your 30s or 40s or even in your 50s, great opportunity to change over your future contributions to start contributing to a Roth 401k because, again, the writing's on the wall, taxes are going to be going up. Right now, they're trying to target the ultra-rich, part of the 99.5 Act we talked about last week. But something else is going to give, and I feel like there's going to be taxes going up across the board. I think it's going to affect people going into retirement over the next 5 to 10 or 15 years. So if you do a Roth 401k, now all that money is going to be tax-free in retirement. So think about that. If you're starting to draw your IRA when you retire in the next 10 years or so, and let's just say for whatever reason tax brackets go up and you're losing 40% of that, let's just say, that's a big chunk of change that's going to affect your retirement. So start putting money into the Roth 401k. It's a tax-free benefit. On top of that, it's a tax-free benefit to your kids if, God forbid, something happens to you and they inherit that money, which I think is going to be a good thing going forward. So definitely take advantage of Take advantage of this catch-up uh, if they bump this up to $10,000 and max it out as much as you can for retirement. All right, I'm going to throw you a quick one. Uh, qualified charitable distributions, a QCD, is a way to give money and in your, out of your RMDs without being taxed. Can you explain? So, you know, you get a lot of people that just maybe they, they have large IRAs, they want to give money to the churches and things like that. Well, right now, the limits are at $100,000. They're talking about bumping that up to one thirty, which could be a great way for people to pass those assets on without having a taxable event. So that's great for people that want to do good for, you know, charitable events and, and maybe for tax reasons as well. And it's a great way to obviously reduce that tax bill across the board. So I think a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff inside this bill. Um, I'd be curious to see if this uh, gains any legs going forward. So we know there's a lot of moving parts in the government right now, right? Stimulus packages, infrastructure planning, uh, you know, national debt at $28 trillion going higher. We understand that. Taxes probably going up. Here's the deal. At the end of the day, you need a plan. You need somebody to watch over and understand all of these new laws that go into play because they're changing things all the time. And you need somebody to help guide you through this. 
And Kevin and the team at Geiger Investments are here to help. They just don't know if they can help till they hear your situation, but they would love to help. The number, 843-375-8700. There's no cost. There's no obligation. There is no pressure whatsoever. 843-375-8700. A great opportunity just to get started. It's just a quick 15-minute call, maybe, to just get an idea of where you are, what you might need to do, and can the team help? If they can, fantastic. If they can't, Kevin will give you some ideas, maybe, going forward. 843-375-8700. And I would be remiss if I didn't remind you, you want to do some of your own due diligence, some of your own research, go to the Retirement Focus Academy. 15 workshops right there to help kind of get you some of the areas you want to know more about. There you go. Retirementfocusacademy.com. Easy peasy. No cost ever. No obligation for this. Nothing. They're here to help. Retirementfocusacademy.com or just call the team. 843-375-8700. Have a great uh, rest of the weekend. And, and of course, have a great week. We'll do it again next week, Kevin. Bye, Mark, and take care, y'all. Advisory services offered through Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member of FINRA and SIPC. Black Ridge Asset Management, LLC, and Geiger Investments are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes. Only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Blackridge Asset Management LLC is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Blackridge Asset Management LLC. This radio show is a paid placement.